Hello, everyone. Good morning. I had to take out my, uh, I was scrambling to get my I Ching Oracle cards for you. Um, so exciting to be here. It's Wednesday um, at 10 a.m. my time. I hope you're having a good week. The reason why I'm coming on in the middle of the week is because I'm so busy the rest of the week, so I won't be able to come on, but I want to come on live for you so that you can ask me live questions and I could do um, live readings for you. Um, just to remind you that um, I have fake imposters out there who are pretending to be me or hitting up my viewers uh, for private tarot readings in exchange for money. So if anybody approaches you about a private reading or um, asking you for money, they're probably asking you for money. And I never ask you for money, nor do I ever do private readings. So know that it's not me or that it might be somebody who's pretending to be a tarot reader and they want money from you. So look out for that, whether it's on YouTube, whether it's on my Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, just look out for that. Um, hello. Good morning, Skylar. Good morning, Miyame. Good morning, Karen. Good morning, Rohi. Um, okay, so um, let's let's just clear the energy in the room, and then we'll go straight into the readings. Because I don't I don't want to um, I, I don't I want to take this time to really do the readings for you. So let's just clear the room, clear the energy of the room. Okay, so everyone just get comfortable, settle your mind, settle your thoughts, settle your emotions. Just be present in the now. We set the intention to be able to channel the I Ching oracles, to be able to deliver these messages for the highest and best good, the viewers and everyone involved. Thank you, I Ching oracles. Thank you, Spirit, for being here with us. Thank you. Okay. I just want to clear the energy um, in the room. Um, good to see you, Skylar. Okay, so let's see. Who is asking... Um, okay, so Miyame, Miyame wants, hello, Charlie. Okay, so we'll do Miyame, then we'll do Karen, then we'll do Rohi, um, then we'll get to uh, Charlie. So Sky, uh, so, uh, okay, so Miyame, you want a general reading? Okay, so Iching Oracles, what reading? message do you have for Miami? Eaching Oracles, what message do you have for me? Okay, energy number 27, Miami, nourishment, nourishment. It says here, the hexagram is called jaws and refers to all that gives you nourishment, physical, social, emotional, intellectual, spiritual. It is all creating and recreating an individual ecosystem to sustain and shape you. Assess how you habitually nourish yourself and others. Honor it all. What, what would nourish you? How is your hunger motivating you? If, you? if you accept this as nourishment, who will you become? Nourishment. Um, what a beautiful message. They want you to be nourishing yourself. Why? Because when you nourish your mind, body, and soul, you are going to show up to life at the highest level. And so they want you to be mindful of how you are nourishing 
your mind, body, and soul. And, and especially when we're living in a planet that's got so many things going on. What I'm feeling as an empath now is that everybody is taking on a lot. And we're not nourishing, you're not nourishing yourself enough because we're taking on the energies of the planet and energies of other people. And we're not necessarily allow it to be released and run through us. And so they really want you to be mindful of nourishing yourself. How are you, no matter how busy you are, are you nourishing? Do you have time for yourself each day? That's important. What are you doing for yourself to nurture yourself and to hear your inner voice? Time for yourself to hear your inner voice because there's a lot of white noise that's coming at us, right? That's coming at you from here, there, there, whether it's media, whether it's friends, whether it's family, whether it's society, there's a lot coming at you. There's a lot of things coming at you. And so they want you to have time to nourish yourself so that you can hear your truth. You could hear what, what am I supposed to do? What direction am I supposed to go? What is the decision that I should make? What, 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 what resources do I need to be? How can I, how can I, how can I listen to my inner self so I can make good decisions in my life to have more success? That requires nourishment because if you don't have that nourishment, you can't hear your inner voice and you can't hear the voice of the divine. Silence is the language of God. Silence is the language of God. So it's in the nourishing of yourself that you could hear yourself, that you could be aware of your thoughts, of your emotions, of your soul's path and journey, because that's, that's what's going to bring success to your life. It's not going to be what, you know, and there are people around you that might provide some guidance that could help you, but you have to be able to uh, process that information and make a judgment as to whether that information is right for you, whether it's nourishing you or not. Because if something in your life is not nourishing you, let it go. If there are people that are not nourishing you, let it go. If there are situations that are not nourishing you, let it go. So they want you to kind of review what is nourishing for Miyame and practice more of that nourishment in your life. Practice more of that so that you could hear yourself. You could hear your inner voice and you can make better decisions in your life for more, for better results, right? Because it's in the action when we, when we, when we hear things and we understand our truth and we are so we we are so tapped into ourselves then we're making powerful we're behaving in a way that's powerful and those powerful behaviors lead to better results in life whether it's money career health relationships and so they want you to be very mindful of nourishing yourself okay mayame thank you so much beautiful energy okay karen watson karen watson wants a general reading Okay, Karen Watson, let's 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 ask the I Ching oracles. Okay. Karen Watson, energy number 42, increasing. 
It says here, thank you, I Ching Oracles. Thank you. The old Chinese character for increasing shows a pot filled to overflowing. It means blessing and superabundance. Respond with purpose and movement. Let yourself imagine where you want to be and take the first steps that commit you in getting there. This is how to keep the momentum. What would you do if you knew you were blessed? What if there were no limits? What could change for the better? Wow. Increasing. So Karen, what they're saying is, is the I Ching Oracles is saying that you are really blessed. Whether you are blessed in your health, whether you're blessed in your knowledge, whether you're blessed in your compassion, whether you're blessed in wisdom, whether you're blessed in material things, you are blessed. Now, this blessed can almost be overflowing in some ways. And so what they're saying is, is that you, you are so you are super abundant, whether you are conscious of it or not, and they want you to be conscious of where you are super blessed. Where is the super blessed in your life? What area of your life are you super blessed? Because you have it. And then they want you to respond to that with purpose and movement. What are they saying about here? Because you're going to take this blessing and you're going to increase it. That's what they're saying. This blessing can be increased based on your purpose and movement, based on how you take the blessed and use it and broadcast it out into the universe. You could increase this blessing in a way that is so amazing and so powerful and so, uh, so unlimited that, that you would even shock yourself how much blessed, you know, Oprah always says, she says, I could not even imagine. I knew that I was abundant, but I didn't realize how much the universe can bring me. And that's what they're talking about here. That if you have, you, you use, you take this super blessed in a purposeful direction with movement, think about where it's going to go. The sky's the limit. That's what they're saying. The sky's the limit. So this is a wonderful time to examine what is in my life that I am so super blessed with. And how can I use this super blessing that God has bestowed upon me? I am so blessed. And how can I amplify that and increase that for the highest and best interest of my you and for others, for humanity and for the planet? Because this blessing is for a purpose. God has given you this blessing not to waste, but to use it in a mindful way that brings more harmony, balance, more abundance to you and people around you or the planet or humanity. That's why we are given these blessings. We're not given these blessings to hoard. That's not our journey. We're not here to hoard anything. We are here to share those blessings. And that's purposeful. Now, you're not going to share it in a way where people are taking advantage of you. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking because when people take advantage, that, that, that's, that's creating low-frequency energy. You're just being taken advantage of, Right. You have, you're going to set boundaries. You know, you don't want to be taken, taken advantage of. That's where, that's when you have to start setting boundaries, healthy boundaries, right? Because if you're this blessed, 
and you're sharing it and somebody's trying to take advantage of it, then you've got to set those boundaries, okay? Because we have to understand boundaries because some people will see the blessing and try to take advantage of that. So they want you to be mindful of that as well. But think about, imagine, they want you to imagine, visualize, wow, in your internal mind, what this blessing could be, how magnificent it could be for you and for to, and to serve others. Think about that. Imagine it. Imagine it. They want you to bring that, that vision in. And that vision is a creation energy. That vision is signaling to the universe what you could do with your blessings. Okay, so that's the message. Okay, Karen, beautiful. Rohi. Okay, Rohi Shankar wants to know, please a guidance message for the upcoming solar eclipse. Okay. Okay, so Rohi. Already cross, already across energy number 63. It says here, you have committed yourself to a transition. Even if the change so far is internal, everything is in place. Create success in small ways. Attend to details. Working with what you've already decided or achieved. Don't lose your path by feeling as if you've arrived already. And stop progress. Keep your momentum. Keep on beginning. What is decided? What now? Oh, wow. Already across energy number 63. So energy number 63 is right before energy number 64. Energy number 64 is the last energy in the I Ching oracles. Now, does that mean that just because you get energy 64, it's the end? No, it's not the end because we are eternal souls. What they're saying here is that you already commit yourself to a transition. And if even if the change is uh, so far eternal, everything is in place. So what does that mean? You know, what, what that means is that the transition has is happening internally. And therefore, you are broadcasting that out to the universe. And the universe is going to meet with you, meet with you. It's going to meet with you. So what they're saying to you is this, is that um, they don't, they want you to stay on your path with this because, you know, my favorite law of attraction teacher, Abraham Hicks always says, once you think it, it's done. What does that mean? What do you mean? What you think is done? <laughs> once you think it, it's done. What does that mean? It means that the universe has all of the cooperative components for you lined up and you've got to be able to receive that now. Where we block ourselves is that we're not aligning our internal world with that which we desire and that which what the universe is going to give us. We're not aligned with that. So when we're not aligned with that, we can't receive it. This is the biggest reason why people cannot manifest. It's because they're not aligned with their desires, and they're not aligned with that universal forces, that the universe can really bring you everything. And so they want you to know that just because it's not in the physical 
manifestation. It's not like you could see it, smell it, hear it, taste it. And that's why, you know, that's where we get frustrated because we are physical beings with these five senses. That's, that's the issue here. And if we don't see it, we don't smell it, we can't hear it, we can't touch it. We're like, it, it doesn't exist, Moon. But what they're saying is it exists already. It's been created. And so they want you to have faith in that. Can you have faith that it's already been created and stick to that? And so what are the things that you could be doing now on that on, to align yourself mentally, emotionally, and physically? What can you do to align yourself with that which was, has been created? So, so what they're saying is, is already across. You are already there energetically. You've already created it energetically. Now, how can you be in the receptive mode of this, that which you already created internally? How can you have faith in it? How can you persevere in it? How can you create the steps towards that, even if you can't see it, smell it, hear it, or touch it? That is the video. You know, I did a video called Secret to Manifesting, which you all should watch. And I say in this video, that creation is really metaphysical first. It's 99% metaphysical first. Here, I'm going to give you a link to this. Creation is 99% metaphysical first, energy first, and then 1% is just the byproduct. That's it. 1% is just the byproduct. So, so they want you to, how can you make that 99% of you in alignment with that 1%. So here's, here's the video. I'm going to send you guys all a link. Watch this video. Secret to manifesting. This is one of my favorite videos. And I stand by this video a thousand percent. How can you hold on to it? How can you believe in it energetically? You know, it's already here. How can you believe in it? And how can you align yourself with that which has already been created internally? And so that takes practice. That takes faith. It takes a lot of faith and it takes practice. A lot of mantras. I do lots of mantras. Things are always working out for me. The universe has my back. All kinds of mantras. Being aware of your thoughts. What is this thought supporting that which I already created energetically? Is it supporting it or not? Because if it's not supporting, if that thought that you have, and you have to be aware of that thought first, is not supporting it, you want to switch this. You want to switch you want to switch and you want to keep practicing that reversing, reversing the story to align yourself with that, which you already created that, which you already crossed. Okay. So that is your message. Okay. So that's beautiful. Thank you so much. So that was for Karen. Let me go back up here. Uh, oh, that was for Rohi. That was for Rohi. Uh, okay, so now, good afternoon, Charlie. Okay, Charlie asks for a general reading. Okay, Charlie. Okay, hello, Goddess Essence. Hello, Sachi. Hello, Blanca. Hello, Sharon. Hello, Karen Lee. Hello, Kamakshi. Okay, so Charlie wants a general reading. So let's let's do one for Charlie. Okay, Charlie wants a Okay, energy number 10, treading, treading, Charlie. It says here, treading the tiger's tail is perilous. So 
Invite the creature's power into your life as protection, fertility, and blessing. Living in harmony with the tiger takes skill and care. Look to the intensity you are drawn to in the situation you are asking about. Its danger is there and also its potential gift. Where is the tiger? Do you know how to work with such power? Wow. Wow. Do you know how to work with the powerful energy of the tiger? What is that tiger energy? It's a very yang energy. It's a forceful energy. It's a powerful energy. It's an energy that takes action. It's an energy of confidence. It's an energy that look at me. I'm there. I'm here. It's a very forceful energy. And that energy can be intimidating. So what they're saying is to you is that you, they're saying either two scenarios, is you either have that energy or you have people around you with that energy. So then with this energy that you may have or possess and the people around you may possess it, or how can you work with it to your advantage? How can you work with it? How, what can you do to make it advantageous for you? You know, this is where I see a lot of, you know, the politicians, the politicians who really, really that I admire or the leaders that I admire, the change makers, the influencers, especially leaders around the world that I truly admire are the ones that can work with this tiger energy. Why? Because as they're going around the world, they might be meeting other leaders that they are disagreeing with. You know, the U.S. and China, maybe, or U.S. and Russia, right? So a leader that could meet, a U.S. leader that can meet with a Chinese leader and know how to manage that tiger energy within themselves and around them, that's a powerful energy. That's a powerful person. So if you have some of this tiger energy, you are a very powerful person, but you have to use it in the right way in order to it to be really powerful. You're not, you're not, this energy, if, if, if the energy is just bullying, like some people just bully, that's not a powerful way to use it. There's got to be some, that yin and yang balance of how you use it, how you be more assertive and how to retreat a little bit. So with the tiger, if you, if you ever see a tiger and the tiger's in front of you and you don't have the right energy, the tiger is going to attack you, right? The tiger is going to attack you. So the energies that I see, the great leaders, those are like the Gandhis or, 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 or the, the, the Martin Luther Kings out there. Wow. What did Martin Luther King? This guy was a tremendous. He worked with a lot of tiger energy. Why? Because a lot of people were against Martin Luther King during his time. And he, he said, I, he goes out there and he's a change maker. He says, Love your enemies to death. Love your enemies to death. This is what Martin Luther King Kim, Kim was saying. Love your enemies to death. He, but he had a presence about him. And everybody listened. When Martin Luther King showed up, he knew how to work with the tiger energy. This is a man that knows how to work with tiger energy. Think about that. Because there's a lot of people that might be, would be opposing him. He, he wanted to change the world. He wanted to change the world. 
And there's a lot of people that are opposing you when you want to change the world. And that's tiger energy right there, right? So he knew how to manage the tiger energy and made him so powerful. That's why we still talk about him to this day. We still talk about this leader to this day because he knew how to work with that powerful energy. And so that's what they're telling you. Learn how to work with this. Learn how to work with this. And you will see how incredibly powerful you are. And you're going to work with it in a way that inspires others and yourself. You're not going to work with it in a way that just bullies. You're not going to work with it in that way because that only lasts for two seconds. You're going to work with it in a way that inspires you and others. Okay. Tiger energy, very powerful stuff, Charlie. Okay. So now, Kamakshi. Kamakshi wants a message about Kamakshi wants a message for, um, for, uh, his or her love life. Okay. Okay, Kamakshi. Okay, energy number 21, biting through Kamakshi. It says here, it's time to bite through to the truth of the situation and deal with any obstacles fiercely. It will help to use the determination of an investigator or a judge intent on restoring the world to good order. Who will let nothing stand between them and the truth? What must you do to get to the truth? How, you, how can you become more effective? Okay. So this card is all about getting to the truth. And what it is, is sometimes when we're looking for love, right? I always say love, when you, when you attract people in your life, it's a reflection of your inner world, where you are at, how you really see yourself. That's what it really comes down to. So when, when, when you attract an external person, it's really a reflection of your inner world. And that's why that person's in your life. Because if there was no resonance there in some energetic way, that person would not have come into your experience. That's what this is. And so what it is, is for those who are looking for love and you're looking for love, is that you have to really, and if you want to find the love, that the, somebody that really lo loves you unconditionally, that honors you for who you are, Right who's honest, who is integral, all of these beautiful qualities that you may want in that person, you have to work on it yourself first. And that's the truth that they want you to get to. Because often we want some great love, but we don't really want to work on ourselves. We don't. We don't want to work on ourselves. We don't want to work on our value system. We don't want to work on our self-worth. We don't want to work on this. We don't, we don't want to change, but we expect some fabulous person to come into our life. The, the reason why that fabulous person is going to come into your life, because there's resonance here. There's some resonance. That's why you're meeting. So in order to meet that person that you think the, you, you should make a list of all the things that you want in that person. What are all the things? Honesty, maybe integrity, maybe compassion, 
maybe unconditional love. Maybe what are all the things? Somebody who is is smart, wise. What are all those things that you are looking for? And they want you to look at the truth of yourself. Do you match that? Are you already possessing those qualities that you want on somebody else? Because it, there's no double standard here. You can't expect it for somebody from somebody else and not have it yourself. The universe doesn't work that way. The universe works in frequency resonance. So if honesty, integrity, compassion is up here, you got to be up here. If you don't have those things, you're here and then you're passing ships. So you've got to have it up. You've got to have it yourself. So what they're saying is that they want, they want you to look at yourself. Do you have those things? And are you truly embodying those things in your life? Are you truly embodying those things in your life? And they want you to be very truthful to yourself. They want you to be very honest about yourself. They don't want you to, you know, sugarcoat things. Because sometimes when people self-reflect, they sugarcoat things about themselves. They want you to get to the truth. Do you really possess those qualities that you want in others? Because in order for you to attract that, you have to have that. So that's where this, the, they want you to biting through. The biting through means getting to the truth, getting to the absolute truth of who you are. And this is where a lot of people struggle in meeting others. They're like, oh my God, why, where's my love life? And I'm like, well, do you possess all those? Would you want to date you yourself? That's a good question to ask. Would you want to date yourself? And they want you to answer that truthfully. Okay. So that's the message for you, Kamakshi. I hope that has helped. I hope that has helped. Blessings. Hi, blessings. Spiritual guidance. Okay. So we'll do blessings. We'll do uh, Karen Lee. Then we'll do... Um, God, uh, God essence, God essence. Okay. So blessings. Hi, blessings. How are you? Okay. Spiritual guidance for blessings. Okay. Oh, this popped out. Okay. Energy number six, arguing spiritual uh, blessings. It says here, things are not as they should be. So you argue for what you need sustenance to be believed or for justice. But in defying frustration, the creative flow is blocked. Open your heart to the potential for change and a higher perspective. Consult with someone wiser or, or outside the conflict. What are you arguing for? If you can't win this one, what else can you do? Okay, so what it is is this, is that in order to, in order, you know, spirituality is such an incredible journey. And it's not a journey that I take lightly. It's a journey that has its ebbs and flows, blessings. It has its ebbs and flows. Some days you feel so connected to God and the divine and spirit and yourself. And other days you feel like you don't even belong on this planet, right? You feel completely lost. And so 
And so, and so, uh, and so what it is, is this, is that, you know, the days, you know, for example, the days that you might feel like I am lost and I don't know why I'm here and what I'm doing and why, what is my purpose? And what is this, this journey that I'm supposed to be on in this planet? And then you you have these existential questions about your, the meaning of your life here. You question this, you question that, right? And they're saying that, you're really arguing with yourself because what, what's happening on the spiritual journey is that you are on a spiritual journey always. That's what you are on. Whether you're, you're on it, whether you're aware of it or not, whether there are days when you feel connected to God, you are always connected to God. Whether the days when you're like, I'm not sure if this is my soul's path, you are on your soul's path. You know, so what it is, is a lot of times we question this journey. And that questioning that journey is arguing with yourself. Am I on the right path? Am I blah, 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 blah. And that, and sometimes that really drives us. It it, 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 it questions whether we are on that spiritual journey. They don't want you to question it so much. They want you to know that you are on it during the good days and during the bad days. And so during the days when you don't feel confident, that's when you want to say, why, what am I arguing here? It says, what are you arguing for? What am I arguing for here? The fact that I am in this, I am, I am a soul and I know that, and I am in this physical form, that is a spiritual truth right there, right there. And that's forever. And then when, when at a certain time, this body will go, but I'm still eternally a soul and connected eternally to God and the universe. That is the truth. And there's no arguing that there is no arguing those truths about your spirituality. You are an eternal being that's eternally expanding. And even if today you don't necessarily know what exactly you're supposed to do, oh, am I supposed to be a nun or a priest or should I be doing social work because you want to be on your spiritual journey? Know that even if you don't know those things and you don't have the answer to those questions, you are still on your spiritual path. And so they don't want you to be arguing that much. They don't, they want you to argue less. Now there are going to be times where you're, you're going to have doubts and fears, but no, behind that doubt and fear that the divine is always with you, that you are a spiritual being and you are always connected to spirit, whether you might feel it that day or not. They want you to know that that is your essence and foundation. And so you never Really, ultimately, you might have doubt for a day or here for temporarily, but know that you will return. It's an ebb and flow. It's an ebb and flow. Some days you feel vibrant and you feel so connected. And other days you might not feel as connected. And that's okay. You are still on your spiritual journey and path because that is your eternal truth. There's no arguing for that. There's absolutely no arguing for that. 
And if you can start to surrender to that more and have more faith that God really does have your back and you could mantra those things, God always has my back. God is always supporting me. Even though I'm going through this right now and I don't see how this could be a spiritual path, that faith has to get stronger. That's what they're saying. It's got to get stronger. It's got to get stronger. And you have to really believe that you are an eternal being of expansion and growth. That's what you really are. And so all this physical stuff that's happening, it's here to teach us lessons, lots of lessons for our soul's expansion and growth. That's what it really is about. And so whenever I have doubt about something, I said, you know what? I don't know how it's going to work out or some things are happening in my life. That's not going too well. I said, you know what? I'm going to take a break right now. I'm going to trust and have more faith in God's power, infinite wisdom, infinite ways. And I'm going to surrender to that. And things are going to work out exactly as it should. I don't know how, I don't know when, but I'm not supposed to know that. And it's okay that I don't know that. I know that God has my back. And I'm going to make my faith a little bit stronger each day, each month, each week, each hour, just a little bit. You are on your spiritual journey no matter what, okay? Blessings. So know that. You're a beautiful soul. Okay, so let's go to uh, Karen Lee. Karen Lee, thank you so much. What message do you? Oh, okay. Karen Lee, energy number 13. People in harmony. People in harmony. It says here, there is strength and energy in alliance. Find like-minded others. People in harmony can commit themselves further, take greater risks, and enter new territories. Once there is agreement, follow the vision tenaciously with constancy of a noble one. What are the unique contributions? Where is the common ground? How will your life change if your group expands? Okay. The energy of alignment with yourself and others. That's what this is about, people in harmony. And when they say people in harmony, it's not just about people in harmony with external people, which is important. But the people in harmony with yourself, the harmony within yourself. Because if you don't have harmony within yourself, you can't meet, it's hard, it's a lot harder to meet people who are in harmony. And you want to meet people in harmony. You don't want to meet toxic people. You don't want to meet people who are unbalanced, right? Because they create a lot of toxicity in the relationship. And so what it is, is the potential for this, this when you are in harmony with yourself, the potential for this people in harmony around you with this group where you, you want to start to expand that harmony and and start to attract the people in alignment with you or in alignment with you this is a powerful energy why because there's so many things that you could do as a team right you know if you want to build a company or you want to do this or you want to do that the more people that you have in alignment with you the stronger it is right the stronger it is and the more the more you can do the more you can do. So let's say 
you have some type of cause, you know, maybe you, you're so adamant about recycling. You're passionate about recycling. And you want to get a bill passed about some law passed in recycling. Now, think about how powerful it would be if you had a group of people that are aligned with that passion and that vision. How powerful would that be? That would be that much more powerful, right? And so they're saying is, look for those people who are, in a, who are aligned with you. Because then this energy is going to go like this. You're building something powerful like this. It's not going to be scattered. People in harmony goes like this. People who are not in harmony, it's scattered energy. And scattered energy goes nowhere. So they want you to be aware. First, are you in harmony with yourself? Are you on a path that you believe in? Are you on a path that is that meets your value system? Are you on a path that meets your beliefs? Are you on a path that is your soul's path, number one? And then are the people, then are the people in your life aligned with that or in harmony with that? And keep the ones that are in harmony and let the other people go. Okay. This is a very powerful car for you. And so keep that in mind, people in harmony, which means harmony with yourself and harmony with others. That's a very powerful energy. So thank you so much. Many, many, many blessings to you, Karen Lee. Many, many blessings to you. God essence energy. Wow. What a beautiful name. I love that. God essence. Everything is essence, isn't it? Huh? Everything is God essence. Hello, Viper. Hello, Monique. Hello, Angela. Okay. Hello, Vivian. Okay. So uh, God Essence wants a reading. Hello, Puka Bunny. What a cute name, Puka Bunny. Hello, Blanca. Okay. So God Essence wants, God Essence Energy wants some. Um, hello, Jay. Okay, energy number 38, opposing. It says here, you contain contradictory impulses within you or see a situation from two angles at once, perhaps as things are and as omens. If you can scale down matters to small affairs, it is easier to give space to both visions, even using the opposing views as creative stimulus or challenge. What if the difference were not a threat? How could this tension be creative? If you can't see eye to eye, what can you see? Wow. Wow. I love, I love this. I love this opposing energy card. And this is a reading for um, God essence energy. And so what it is, is that the God essence, you know, when we talk about God essence, really the God essence is the yin and yang energy. It's opposing energy. 
It's opposing energy. That's what it is. It's the light and dark, the dark and light, good and not good, you know? So the universe never judges it, really. God doesn't really judge that because God doesn't judge. But we judge these opposing energies as, oh, this is good. This is bad. And when we make a judgment that something is bad, that creates resistant energy, right? That creates fear. That creates anxiety. That creates uncomfortable feelings when we see something as bad. We don't like it. And when we don't like it, we have this resistance, resistant energy to it. And so when we have resistance energy to it, it's hard to resolve the situation because the resistance doesn't move that energy. It doesn't move it. It blocks it. And so what they're saying, God essence, is you understand God essence because you've given your you given your name yourself, God essence here, right? And energy, you said, I love energy as opposed to energy, beautiful. Is that how can, when situations arise, how can you see those opposing energies as actually complementary as opposed to opposing? How can you see it? Because you need the yin to have the yang and you need the yang to have the yin. And when these opposing energies come together, that's really called balance. That's called balance and harmony. And so how can you see the situation with these two opposing energies, two opposing views, two opposing views? How can you see them? How can you? So if somebody is opposing you with you, right? You know, and you see this in politicians often. You've got this view and you've got this view. And then these people with this view, like they're just holding on to their view and then saying that these people are evil. And then these people are holding on to their views and saying that these people are evil. But what, what the universe is saying and the eaching oracles are saying is the reason why you have this opinion is because of this. And the reason why you have this is because of this. You wouldn't have vegans running around without meat eaters, Right. You wouldn't have them. If there were no meat eaters, there's no vegans running around. So you have to start seeing everything, situations that seem opposing. How can you see it? That there's a higher perspective here, higher perspective. And when you bring that higher perspective, so you're kind of pulling your awareness like you're a fly in the wall. You pull it back. And when you pull it back, you can see it from a higher perspective. Ah, there's a reason why this is here. There's a reason because of this. Now, if you, if you figure out, so, wow, I get it. I get why this is here. Think about how powerful that is. Because now you're going to bring wisdom to the situation. You're bringing wisdom. And when you're bringing wisdom, you can make good decisions and take mindful action. With wisdom comes mindful action mindful behavior. And so and so they they want you to know that opposing is not really opposing, it's really complementary. That's what it really is. That is that is some profound message from the I Ching oracles. Opposing is complementary? Yes. Yes it is. But we've got to pull our perspective 
and become like that third eye witness, like a fly on the wall to see it. And then we're like, ah, wow, this is interesting. Wow. We have the vegans because they've got the meat eaters and we've got the meaters because there's the vegans, right? So when you start, then you see the wisdom of what's happening. And from that wisdom, you could make mindful choices and have more mindful behavior that will bring better results. Okay. And that will be better results for you and for everybody, everyone else. That's what this is about. So see opposing energies as complementary from a higher perspective. So um, you're welcome, Karen Watson, for your reading. You're welcome. Okay, so now we've got um, Blanca. Blanca wants a message. Blanca, okay. Let, let me do Blanca and then I'll do Puka, Puka Bunny. What a cute name, Puka Bunny. Hi, X Church Girl. What message do I have for Blanca? Oh my God, this, I, it's just, there was a, there was a ton of cards that came out. So let me, let me, let me shuffle it again. Okay. Blanca. Energy number 14. Thank you, Iching Oracles. Thank you. Energy number 14, great possession. You are rich either in material goods or knowledge, wisdom, power, energy, talent, or relationships. Whatever form it takes, you have something real and potent in your possession. That which you have or are, you can give. This pure potential is an opening to source and a promise of abundance. Given all you have, who will you be? How can you affirm and support what is good? Wow. Okay, Blanca. So great possession is a card that I love because I really, you know, when I when I when I do my own I Ching oracles, I don't get this card very often. And so the I Ching oracles are saying is you have a great possession, whether it's in knowledge, wisdom, compassion, talent in some form, creativity. And this great possession when you offer it without any real expectation in return, when you offer it in a pure way, it brings so much abundance in your life. And it doesn't have to be a big offering. It doesn't, it could be the, in the smallest way. It could be an offering where you literally offered it to one person. Doesn't, you don't have to offer it to millions of people around the world. Because when you offer it to that one person, that one person will then, <coughs> will then likely offer it to others. And it becomes this massive ripple effect, domino effect. And so they want you to make this offer and figure out what is that great position that you have, Blanca? And how can you, how can you offer it to others, even if it's the smallest way? And as you're offering it to others, it just opens up this incredible um, door to your source energy, to the infinite power, infinite compassion, infinite love, infinite abundance 
that the universe has for you. It just opens that door in a way that's that you didn't even expect. Excuse me. So, so so they want <clears throat> you to know <coughs> that you have this great possession and how can you offer it to others even if it's in the smallest way and that opens the door to source energy and abundance <coughs> beautiful message beautiful message okay so puka bunny is next Okay, what message do you have for Puka Bunny? Oh, wow. Wow. Okay, energy number 36, brightness hidden. It says here, Puka Bunny. Some... Since others do not share your standards or insights, it's dangerous to let the light of your character shine freely. Perhaps you have been injured or perhaps you fear injury. Searching for a stronger position in this situation is not an option. Instead, stay true to the light and keep it burning by hiding it away. When no one is looking, who are you? How do you safeguard that light? Brightness hidden. Okay, so Puka Bunny, there is this enormous brightness within you. And what they're saying is, is that there are people that may not understand your brightness because that is the diversity of the universe. Not everyone is going to understand your brightness nor appreciate your brightness. And that's okay. So what they're saying is this brightness hidden, you don't have to shine it out to those people. They're not saying that you shouldn't shine your light out to people. You're not shining it out to those people who don't understand it, which means that you're not going to try to prove your brightness to those people who do not understand you. That's what they're saying here. You're not going to try to prove it to them because there are people who try to prove it. Like, let's say, for example, like, let's say you have a parent, like, I come from a very Asian family and culture. And they're so, you know, I love my my mom and my parents. There's, you know, incredible, my mom's incredible person. But they have these standards that they have these standards about their children. And if we don't meet that standard, and, you know, it's like, it's like, we feel we're disappointed that that person, especially if it's your family, your friends, right? You want to feel worthy and you want to feel that you want to make them feel proud of you, right? But sometimes those people will not understand you and that's okay. Sometimes it's the closest people that might not understand you and that's okay. You don't have to try to convince if it's a parent, they're not saying, don't try to convince them of your brightness. Because they're just not made to understand it. They're not ready to understand it in this life. Or friends that you might have. 
that don't understand. They're not, that's not their journey. Their journey is not to understand your brightness. So they're saying, be okay with that. That's what they mean by hiding it. Meaning that you're not going to try to convince them or take a different position to try to convince them to your, to your brightness. You have that brightness and that brightness will be connected with those who are ready for it. Those who are ready for your brightness, those who have resonance with your brightness is whom you're going to be connecting with. And that's where you're going to shine. So you're not going to force that brightness on others. You're just going to be you, who you are, because you are already bright. And that brightness will resonate with those people who are in resonance with you. That's how your brightness is going to be shined. That's a beautiful message. So thank you so much. Hello, Forever Smile. Okay, so um, this session is over. I've got to now go to an, a meeting. So I've got to end this session. But I, I thank you all. So let's do a closing prayer. Let's do a really quick closing prayer. Hello, Valentina Grace. Come back um, next week. Hello, Saz. Hello, King Dada. Come back next week and I'll do more readings next week. I'm all, okay. Dear God, angel, spirit guide, ascend masses, divine creator, thank you so much for allowing us to open this space. Thank you so much for all of these beautiful viewers. Thank you so much for endowing upon them, each one of them, their unique brightness and allowing them to share their brightness with those people who are ready for their brightness and allowing those people who are not ready for their brightness to still exist, but that they are okay with it that their brightness will shine no matter what. And their brightness is not conditioned. It's not condition-based. It's unconditional. That is the infinite wisdom of your love, of your compassion, of what you bring to each and every one of us, that you place a light on our soul's path and journey. I ask you to please send lots of blessings and prosperity for all the viewers, whether it's in health, money, career, business, relationships, please send them the blessings and show them, guide them to their path. Allow them to make mindful choices with your inner, with your guidance, your wisdom, your support, and remove any people or situations that do not serve the highest good of what they're doing for the highest good of humanity and this planet. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for your continued support, your continued guidance, your continued wisdom, your continued protection, and most importantly, your unconditional love. And so it is. Namaste. And so it is. Okay. Hello, Sasgates. Hello, Angel. Come back next week. Hello, Viper. Hello, Monique. Come back next week and we'll do more. Hello, Pretty Gypsy. Bye. And many blessings to all of you. Have a beautiful rest of your week.